See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. I want to know what happens when the people get picked up. Can't discuss that. I saw something today. In the lab. I was supposed to be down there. It was someone I knew. These are my people. Who do you think you are? I took you from the sewers and I got put you back in the sewers. Now get out of here. Fine. All right, all right. Welcome all you out there in podcast listener land. My name is Mao, and we have Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Morbius (laughs) from Parts Unknown. Okay, I'm Mao. You are listening to Slow Robot A Go Go. Big show number three o. The big three o. Yeah, man. the big three o. They, you know, you can tell parts of the show are going to start hurting a lot more and yeah, aching, yeah, you know. Yeah. So yes, make sure you check us out on iTunes uh, at Slow. Ro- just look up Slow Robot A Go Go, or uh, check us out online slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. Obviously, the dots are periods, and uh, send us an email at zenbone at hotmail dot com. You can also listen to me blather on with some other drunken fools at uh, bunchofdorks.com or again, look it up on iTunes. At uh, Just look up Bunch of Dorks on iTunes and you'll see that it's along with 235 shows. Nice. And what do you have going on, Dr. Morbius? We I've got the Two Dimension podcast, the comic book podcast that we do with uh, my uh, my fine-feathered friends every week. Nice. So you guys are you guys are clipping along. You do actually a weekly show, right? Uh, we do a weekly show. Sometimes we do two in a row, and that what? way we get like a oh, get a couple weeks whatever, off or whatever. Yeah. But we've been we've got about thirty three shows, so we're doing okay. Dang, nice. So but we still got stuff to say. <coughs> yeah, exactly. Well, including including I think my neck the next show I'm gonna be doing some good bitching on it about yeah. something or other. Cool. So. Well, you you know um, we have kind of a different angle we're going to take in this week's show now last week uh we're always we're always evolving and that comes from some viewer feedback that comes from just us saying we should do this or we should do that uh last week we introduced we introduced our scaling or our uh, rating system system. which is a one to ten in 0.5 increments so that gives you the listener a little bit better of an idea you know what what you know what what's if it's something's good for us or we think it's bad whatever so. it t- it tells you how 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 much it sucks <laughs> yeah exactly because we don't really do a lot of good <laughs> movies there <laughs> well, anyway well last week we had we came at the, towards the end of the show we came up with a brilliant idea let's let's do a twofer you know yeah. I I said hey let's watch Battle Queens 2020 it looked horrible yeah and then Doctor Morbius countered with uh, uh, Wonder Woman Deadly and the Beautiful which uh, yes the Deadly and the Beautiful the Deadly and the Beautiful yeah what was that 1973 73 in okay. the Philippines the ex- the great that is the Philippines it was Philippine rific <laughs> oh gosh yeah. so anyway as we as I was watching it I was I couldn't believe the similarities um, yeah. they had a common th- a lot of common threads. Um, mostly, you know, the sexploitation, 
but also like um, body harvesting. Like th- this had a lot of <laughs> organ transplant. Organ transplant. It had a lot of very similar things, although they are not related in any way. You know. No, not whatsoever. No. And and after I was watching the second, I was like, what the hell's going on here? So then I I came up with this grand idea that maybe once a month. I don't know if we should do this every show, but we'll probably do it once a month. Um, where we're going to do a versus show, and that's what this is today. This is uh, the the one and only, the very first Slow Robot a Go Go versus show. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to pick a genre, you know, kung fu or action or whatever, you know, horror slasher. It doesn't matter. Whatever. We'll, we'll we'll decide on a genre, and then. Both Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown and me are going to, we're going to each try to get the worst example we can think of for that category to impose on the other one. And then as we're watching them, when we review them, whoever gets the worst one will win. So tonight we're you know with this exploitation and this isn't official like we, this isn't the genre that's no. we're never going to do again. This is just the first one, so we're going to try it. Yeah, because when you said Battle Queen, I said, well, okay, female Battle Queen. All right, yeah. I remember Wonder Women, and I thought, okay, yeah. there's some fighting women in that. Yeah, and then that is it. It's just like that's not even like the, the classic revenge stuff. This no. is just scantily clad or nude women hitting things, kind of not hitting people, hitting things, trying to be tough, bad. Bad martial arts, you know, everything yes. that makes life good. Yeah, exactly. You know, so so this is the new concept. I figured this will be awesome, and either we can do it once a month, or if we start liking it, maybe we'll do it bi-monthly, whatever. Yeah. We'll still do, we'll still do the regular ones. We will still do the regular shows where we pick a, nice, a movie and we talk about it or whatever. But the versus shows are going to be kind of hilarious, I think, because we're going to try to inflict as much pain on the other... On our (laughs) opponent as possible. So, Dr. Morbius' entry from Parts Unknown. His entry for this this week is... Wonder Women. Wonder Women, the beautiful and... The the, deadly and the beautiful. The deadly and the beautiful. And my entry was Battle Queen 2020. Yes. So, I don't know. How are we going to go about it, though? Like, because... Well, I guess just all start. O- overall pain, I guess, pain level, pain yes, threshold. Yes, Um, That's how we'll... And we'll just concede, you know, if if he hurt me more, then he wins this year, this week. <laughs> and if I hurt him more, then I win this week. It's it's going to be pretty easy. Okay. Um, my entry this week was called, as I said before, Battle Queen 2020. Now, this is... This should be like that uh, Skinamax, like softcore porn. Oh, yeah, it looked like it at the very beginning. It did look like it. First of all, it had the it had the bacony stench of 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 uh, Canada. The second yeah, a? the second you, you turned it on, it was like there was a snowmobiles, and I'm like, well, this is either Minnesota or Canada, and it was Canada. Yeah. I, you, you can just kind of tell, like, I, I like Canada. I'm not putting them down, but you can tell when a film is from Canada. Yeah, like sure. you know, usually there's a lot of outdoors shot. There's a lot of snow. Snow, yeah. Um, so I was like, oh well, okay, it's Canada, but whatever. And it gets very ridiculous from there. I mean, the, the, there's the voiceover where they're talking about the, the Blade Runnerish voiceover. Yeah, oh yeah, they wish it's an homage. I think. <laughs> it's an homage. It's it wishes it was an homage. It, like, wishes, it, it was yeah. it was so kind of bumpy. <laughs> and uh, kind of like the girls. And yeah, the girls bumpy. are bumpy. They're very hiplicious and booblicious. Yeah, and plasticlicious. Too, yeah, there's that's a okay. major boobage in this movie. Yeah, and um, 
like the very first thing you see is this this very tall voluptuous uh, Julie Strain. Julie Strain. Yeah. That's how you say her name. Scream um, Queen. Penthouse Pet of the Year. Scream Queen. Yes, and and they paid her handsomely to just have no clothing on for the majority of her stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't. I don't know. I'll, I'll do the good points first, and then we'll. Well, <laughs> well, my favorite part of it. Well, one of my favorite parts is the fact that it asteroid it comes and hits the Earth. Right. It hits like where we live. It hits in Florida. It, really? It, 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 and it hit like here. Here. It hit Tampa. It hit Tampa. It, 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 <laughs> I, I like, how'd you pick that? I don't know. I was like, huh? I actually rewound it because it looks like it hit my house. You yeah. Know? Like, I, I, that was very odd. Like I know. It was like freaking me out. I go, wow. It hit it, here? It's like, who would have thought? 2020? Shit. I better man. start selling my crap. Yeah, really? I got to get rid of my comics yeah, I got to get to Canada. <laughs> that's, that's where there's half-naked women. And, and yeah. Anyway, so... And, you know, the CG is, is laughable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure... Harryhausen would have done a better job with claymation yeah, than this. This was yeah, like that. Yeah. There was a period in the early '90s when computers were getting strong enough to do CG, but that doesn't necessarily mean you should. And that yeah. period is, a, if you go back and watch them from that time, it's really like, oh my god, it is the bottom of the barrel. Some of those early Corman like uh, sci-fi channel movies are pretty, like Sharktopus versus Alligator Crocodile that, Man. Or oh, okay, yeah, that's how things. it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Some of those are kind of, yeah, but so, so, yeah. I have one on Laserdisc. Is like, I think it's Mortal Kombat. It's something. Yeah, I think it's 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 one of the. It's not a Mortal Kombat movie. It's like a Mortal Kombat like animation thing. That is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> And for me to say that, that is something. Like, wow. if I'm saying that's the worst thing ever, brother, you ain't seen nothing until you see that. But but that that was, like, how it was. It was, like, really stretched out and rendered bad, and the textures yeah, the are bad. Yeah, everything was just kind of a mess. Yeah. And you go, well, you kind of forgive it, because who cares? It's a B-movie. They show, after like, the second after this horrible mess of CG there's a really big naked woman standing in front of you so yeah. you kind of just don't care anymore you're like okay whatever you yeah know. you go from like the end of the world to like you know the playboy mansion or something or, <laughs> they, the, they, or the hustler mansion they really wanted that to be like a I don't know what they were trying to do there but it was yeah. like a swingers club or I whatever guess. going like really yeah. end of the world swingers club alright yeah. that sounds interesting and this will this will help me get to one of the things that hurt my head the very most <laughs> of of all this thing now I'm gonna skip before it a little bit. The main the plot point is they're harvesting little kids to keep old white guys alive longer. Yeah, the pituitary gland to or uh to just party. Like yeah, they, they're 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 there just to be evil and consume liquor and smoke cigars. Well, the elites, the elites. Yeah. Well, my favorite part was when they when they they're always wearing like these tuxedos, and I'm like, really? And they never are not smoking a, a cigar. Cigar. It's like a gentleman's club or something. And it's like what? Like that that is baff that baffles your brain that. What? Okay, whatever. Like you, the yeah. logic is not. It's so no. flawed. It hurts your head. But and the other like when they, when she she's like sitting there naked and and explaining this that she's a madam of the elite and they go and they steal a couple kids every year and they make them the 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 women that service the elite 
Yeah, they groom them. Like she's like the headmistress, the headmistress, yeah. or whatever. And she's like, shave that leg and mm, trim yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, whatever. Yeah, and they, and then they cut to like this dinner table where there's the doctor and the head evil guy and some other clown, and they are like white people in Spike Lee movies levels of evil. Yeah. Like they are yeah. the most mustache twirling. You know, <laughs> that'll keep the peasants down. Like. You would you would almost expect them to have a cape to put across their face and exit stage left. You yeah, know, the one and guy gets the little like mustache with the soul patch to make him look kind of evil. Yes, you know, like, it, even though the reality he looks like some dude next door or whatever. <laughs> the reality is he looks like he'd be playing in some kind of really bad Creed band. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're like yeah, okay, so but it's like yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. These are the elite. As the best you can do, huh? <laughs> and there's okay. only three of them apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the elite isn't too elite. You know, they're like the uh, you know whatevers, but. Yeah, and then the stupid ass doctor who's like the, you know, the organ. He's like supposed to be so evil, you know. And he tries like, to be like a rapist. He tries to be all this other stuff, and it, it doesn't really, like. They don't really work. Like, no. the 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 people, the actresses don't really work very well. Like, no. this is straight. Like, it's Cinemax without the explicitness. Or yeah, whatever. and it's also like these are like theater group level. Yeah. Or lower, like these yeah, are community, aspiring yeah. community theater community actors, theater. You dinner know. club or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, there's some good people that do that. Yeah. But mostly, there are people like me, and I. They'd be like, "Okay, go be okay, Mal, go be a bad guy," and I'd be like, "Should I twirl a mustache? Go for it!" Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And I would just Bleh! and just like I'd look like I'm in an Ed Wood movie because well, the, well, the one guy Spencer, he's kind of like torn between being a bad guy. He's a bad guy because he's getting the uh, the youth serum, but he's also kind of like a, wants to be a good guy too. Yeah, and that's that's and his brother Lincoln is this, the old guy. Yeah, the old didn't guy want to take the See, you know the all the elite are like from the 1800s or something like that. Didn't they say like they're they're all over a hundred years old? Yeah, something like that. But they that. look really young because of the they because of how they harvest the pituitary. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know it's this mixture of okay, but but then there's also the people that live in the sewers. So like. Yeah, there's the underground the people. The underground people. Who are, they, who are the people that they, they grab to harvest or whatever. Right, and, they, and the elite control everything, like the air and the food. and It's the whole Cohagen from Get Your Ass to Mars, you know. Uh, of course, this is all done within the, within the realm of four sets, maybe. So. Oh, maybe four sets. I mean, this... Yeah. This, <laughs> this is really like, you know, like some guy's house. Yeah. They just kind of made each room the set. And yeah. that's it, you know. They had the bedroom, the the dining room, the underground, the the street scene. The only whatever. thing I think was actually a different room was the underground. Yeah, the doctor's room. The, the I think that was all just one guy's yeah, like living probably, room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was all. Like this was this was the lowest of the low production wise. Yeah. I, if I look it up on IMDb, I bet you it'll be like budget was like eight dollars and seventy six cents. And then there was the rebels who they just drive around in snowmobiles. Apparently. They tried stealing stealing snowmobiles yeah. from the elites, I think. And they got their own little encampment on the other side. And the oh, one guy, God, and, and the one guy used to be an elite, but then he like Jode, yeah, Jode, yeah, Jode, Jode. Yeah, Jode. was the was the, the the he was the he's the head rebel now, and you know, and they do like the rebel camp stuff where they're carving curare darts to shoot, yeah, you know, and yeah. uh, and it's minus. 70 degrees? Minus 75 the, degrees, that's right. On the yeah. surface, so if you even glance out the window, you freeze to death, you know. Yeah, some crap like that. And, so. uh, 
the reason we're describing this as such a mess is because it is such a mess. Like, there was... There was, like, a lot of nudity... But not, but it it it, it teases you a bit because you're thinking, oh, this is gonna be a good scene, and all of a sudden it's like cut, and it cuts to like you know, as soon as it heats up a little bit. Yep. Yep. Like they they show um, two consenting adults in in various states of undress, and then they cut to a snowmobile out in the freezing cold, yeah. and this they had three stock pictures that they used to show you where you were now. It was like a church that was frozen with lots of icicles that's on right, it. That's right, that's yeah. right. It was a the outside of something that looks like the Congress building, but frozen. And then it was the sewer. Yep. And yep. they used these three things. There's not people on them. They like, look like a postcard or a picture. And they linger on that to show you where you are for about 20 seconds. And then you <laughs> go into the, you know, the, set. the set, and you're like, oh my God. Like, so any time... Uh, one of the concubine was was undressing or starting to do something unsavory. Cut to the frozen church shot. Yeah. Show a snowmobile. Yeah, it almost looked like they edited it. Like the scene was going to go on, but somebody said, you know what? Maybe we should like uh, try to sell this to people instead of like making it only <laughs> cable only, like at yeah. night or something. You know, somebody might buy this, but I mm. don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. But you never um, know. I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, that's what it seemed like to me too. Like things probably got steamier and then they tried to pitch it to some Skinamax channel somewhere in the yeah. world but this is maybe the edited version I don't I, I don't I, know I like looked, I looked to see if there was an uncut but I don't I mean you know it's uh, see I now like that's the thing know. like that adds to the pain yes the, the, the sets and just general bad everything adds to the pain you know and then the um the nonsensical plot line that has zero, like, I'm making my pitch for why I should win Versus this week. I mean, there's when you look at this, it's not even really a movie. It's just a collage of wrong. I don't know. What I mean, how did you how did you feel about this movie when you watched it? You know. You know, it's sad to say this, but I was a little bit bored. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you'd think with guns and boobs and sewer people, you'd be you'd, like, you know, yeah, this is gonna go great, but it's just like. I mean, they go from, like, she's the madam, and then all of a sudden she starts finding out when they're bringing the little girl that oh, they're I actually, know. like, using little girls and kids to harvest the pituitary gland. And all of a sudden she turns good. Yeah, she dreadful. Was a, yeah, she was annoying. Yeah. It was one of those little kids, like, kids on t- on in movies are generally, like, I dislike them quite a bit. But I would actually, I think, punch this little girl in the face if I met her. <laughs> like, even now, if she was, like, seven... I'd be like, give me that lollipop, you deserve a pop. And then, bang, I'd pop her and then say, that was for, you know, that was for that movie. That was for Battle Queen. And, of course, the doctor, who's a schmuck, he's trying to be really evil. He goes, ah, I'll take out the opportunity gland. But the the one guy, Spencer, goes, well, why don't you, why don't you give him, like, a painkiller? And he goes, like, no, no painkillers. <laughs> yeah, oh, and he, he tries like, to rape the Battle Queen. And Battle Queen kicks his ass, like, five times yeah, in this movie exactly. or whatever. He's a total, total imbecile. But anyway, There yeah. was one point. She did a training montage, and as I said, she was quite okay. voluptuous. Yeah, and tall. She was wearing this—I don't know what it was, like nothing on top—and then the bottom was like a belt attached to another belt. Like one belt went around, one belt went between her legs. It—I didn't know how to feel about that. <laughs> like I, yeah, I was watching, I was like, this should be erotic, but it just looks like painful and. 
scares me. I don't know. Like I was kind of like. Ah, yeah. I was hoping it was it was going to be erotic, but then it kind of got neurotic. So you know, I don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> and then I kind of needed an antibiotic. Yeah, an antibiotic, and, and, and I became neurotic. Yeah, was, and I mean, you know, it's like okay, so she goes like, she all of a sudden she's kind of good, but then she becomes good, and so she decides to take the little <laughs> girl to the rebels to save her. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. And then, I mean, they're going to risk getting their asses frozen to save this girl, which oh, is fine. And then put you know. that kid in the bag scene. She put him in the bag, yeah. And the feet are kicking, and you're like, yeah. Wasn't that the one where the feet are kicking? Yeah, she's oh, kicking, God. yeah, you know. But, 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 but then it redeems itself because when they get over to the rebels, they're like frozen, they're hypothermia. And then the one girl, the one lady goes to Julie, saying, well, you're freezing, we'll have to warm you up. So, of course, she gets some hot water, and she pours it over her wet T-shirt. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, we know what. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's great. And the camera lingers, of course. And you know. then it goes to the outside of a frozen yeah. sewer pipe or something. Yeah, once, anyway. it, once something really good's going to happen as far as, like, sexploitation, they cool you off. <laughs> it was very apparent Roger Corman had nothing to do with this film because no. the editing would have been exact opposite. Yeah, like, exact opposite I think I think yeah. Roger Corman saw this movie at one point and probably punched a hole in the wall. He was like, I can't take this kind of incompetence, you know. Yeah, it'd be like, <laughs> what's this? We need some more sex in this. <laughs> exactly. Is there kind of a sewer beast that rapes somebody at some point, like my movie? Yeah, right. You know, it's like, <laughs> did, the, did the director get some kind of a conscience or, or something halfway through this movie? He goes, maybe we shouldn't explain these like strippers maybe and we should Corman actually would be like you're fired you're fired <laughs> yeah give me Jim Wynorski he knows what to do with this movie <laughs> he knows what this is and where he knows it's what going. this is where it's going you know the hell with all this crap but uh, what are you making art get out of here junior yeah so anyway yeah so so she goes so she goes over to the rebels and that Jode guy and then she has a little kung fu fight with him to show you what a badass she oh, is oh yeah and it's like, uh, that okay. was just brutal. I, I don't know. It was just like that. It was that, it wasn't the 70s hilarious kung no, fu. No, It was the slow motion, like we might actually know kung fu, but it's so choreographed. They're going, and step, two, three, yeah. kick, yeah. step, punch, two, block, punch, uh, block. Yeah, it was yeah, just like, know. yeah, it was just diagrammed or whatever. Painful. So. It, was hard, it was hard to watch, you know. Yeah, it was hard to watch. And then, of course, like the... The guy, she, they're going to go and attack the uh, the elite, the but elite. somehow or another she gets involved and she calls up that Spencer guy and she tells him, hey, you know, Jode wants to talk to you and, you know, maybe yeah. you can work something out. And then the other guy is overhearing him and he's like, you know, twirling his mustache and going like, ah. Yeah, the security guy. That yeah, he was, dick. He was just so bad. He was such a bad actor. I mean, he was so bad at everything. Like, it was just... And, and at that point, you know, everybody's getting prepared. You think the Battle Royale's coming. All the rebels are getting together, and they're going to go. Yeah. And, 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 and what happens? They, 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 he meets the other guy, the Spencer guy, and then he fights, like, the, 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 the kung fu girl with the, you know, with the smallest boobs or whatever. And trust me, this is not as good as you're, as you're envisioning it. Like, uh. us clunkily describing this is way better than what actually what we what we actually witnessed you know yeah no no this is like basically boring <laughs> yeah right like sh when you're describing this like if you're pitching this to a group of people like that might be your funders they're gonna walk up going like man this is gonna be awesome like 
we got chicks with boobs and we got you know we fighting got fights, and, 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 we got and, and snowmobiles snowmobiles you know and w- and cold weather and, and asteroids in like, Florida throw a couple fireworks in there and a robot and you got a movie brother yeah you know. man but you know ah just didn't somebody man. didn't do the right thing <laughs> somebody messed up somebody the editor somebody screwed up I don't think the, I don't think any editor on the planet could have saved this thing no I don't know. well somebody had to edit those sex scenes I, I mean I think I, I, I don't know I, I can't believe that they would be actually getting ready to go for a cut it's like uh okay yeah you know what the, the the other weird thing about it was when you're watching it and they're describing this over the credits you see like all the good parts and then you see them again and they're not yeah, any, they're yeah, not any right. longer yeah that's they're the not, thing they're too. not any longer they're like the same length that's like, exactly <laughs> right there was some, some scene going on going wow and all of a sudden the actual scene comes on and it looked like it was edited differently and edited like and it but was just yeah. like what happened <laughs> It's crazy, but you know, but what? But again, you're expecting this battle royal between, and it's like nothing. It's like a kung fu fight. Okay, Jode kicks the woman's ass, and the other guy, the other bad guy, Snidely Whiplash, gets involved, <laughs> and he and he and and Spencer, the I don't know if I'm good or bad, you know, elite guy, gets shot by the other guy, and then you know, mm. the end. The rebels win, and you know, and yeah. everybody. They take everybody, the undergrounders, and they, they start the New Jerusalem or something like that. Yeah, you know. that's it. But again, you don't see any fights. You just see everything is like, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna have this. It's it's like it's like you're reading a comic book and they're describing you this great fight, but they don't show it to you. You're like, what? Yeah. The, what the <laughs> f is this? You're like, why is there a voiceover telling me about a fight that happened that I could watch it? And you're like, no, no. And this isn't stuff that you could like. This wasn't like they couldn't do it because of a budgetary concern. They just were lazy. Like, yeah. they just didn't want to do it or whatever. Like, you're like, it doesn't cost anything to to film two people hitting each other. No, no. I, I think they were banking on Julie Strange because I've been read reviews that people are like, oh, wow, Julie Strange so great. And it's not. Yeah, she's she's fine. She's six feet tall. she got plastic tits. She's good looking, but... And she's okay as an actress. I mean, she's not the worst I've ever oh, she's, seen. Oh, she's not that bad. I mean, no, she's, she's not the worst. You know, but she can't carry this movie because there's so much. No way. No way. Could you? No way. I mean, no. She was fine, and I and like you know, I don't know. It, it just is. It was really a weird movie. Yeah. Like it wasn't exciting. It wasn't sexual. It wasn't like everything they set out to do. It's like they failed miserably. This is. The Underachievers Club. I yeah, mean, this, honestly, is, this is an underachieving movie, yeah. yeah. And you're like, this should have been... This could have been so much more, you now, know? Now, if there's like an a, an unedited version out there that anybody knows with all the scenes intact, I'm sure not the action scenes, but all the other scenes <laughs> intact, well, let us know and maybe we'll give it a better review. I don't That's know. That's true. I mean, I guess we'll still have to review this. Now, what what would you give this movie like? You know, I'll See, give, we're, we're in the versus world... We're just gonna throw out some. We're gonna. Yeah. We're still gonna rate them a little bit, but I mean, you know, this is more for who hurt who more. Like, but but what would you even rate this movie? What could you maybe like a, like a three, a three, maybe a, a four. one? I was thinking like a one or a two, but I mean, a one. It or looks a, okay. It was shot well. Yeah, a one or a two is something that's dreadfully painful to me. And although we've been bashing this for about mm, twenty-eight minutes, I didn't hate it. It just was like. It was nothing. there. It was just like nothing, you know. 
It was there. It was just there. <laughs> it was like, huh, that sure was an hour and a half. You know, like, and that's all I you mean, can say about it. I mean, the only it, thing right? I can think of now is that at some point they were making this movie and somebody said, hey, you know, we really got a good movie. Let's tone all the other stuff down. I'm like, wrong. <laughs> and they're like, let's throw in some more snowmobiles. This is Canada. They come yeah. free with a Slurpee. So, you know. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, all right. So yeah, I give it like a three, I okay, guess. Okay, so a three. And he, I'm going to say two. That puts us right, you know, right where we gotta be. Yeah, so, we're right there. So now, now, if you're a Julie Strain fan, hey, there's sorry. probably better movies. There's yeah. probably better movies that show a lot more. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe if Hustler did like a a DVD release of her. Movie yeah, yeah. Well, there there is Penthouse videos. I was looking at her IMDb. So now is that like she's from like probably the 90s or 90s? Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. Yeah, she. You could tell she's not like a modern day. No, lady, but she was know. like back in the 90s and early 80s. She was a pretty big Scream Queens when they had those Scream Queens like her, Linnea Quigley, Brink Stevens. She was a pretty popular one. They even had Scream Queen magazines where they would all pose like really? half naked. Yeah, yeah, I got huh. some of those. That's back when I was working at a comic shop and, you know, stuff like that. So that was a big deal back then. They had like, <laughs> they had one that I got to find. It was called Scream Queens. Scream Queen's Hot Tub Party, so you can imagine what that is, you know. <laughs> Total stupidity. I don't know if she was in on that one, but uh, she why was more not? of an action. Yeah, why yeah. not? She was more of a more of an action one. Some of the ones, some of the Scream Queens were horror. There was like a big. I I even have Scream Queen cards that came out back then. Was uh, there any cards from any of the girls from uh, Death Race? I would. I no, would. I'd no. buy them. I I I no. like a whole all the girls from from Death Race. I would get them. No, whole we're pack. we're talking like late eighties, early nineties. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they they had a whole little thing going on there. I don't know if it's still that big. They're all like older now. Now, so. do they still do that? Um, it, uh, Fangoria is that still a magazine? Yeah, believe it or not, that thing is still being published. Huh? After like a uh, thousand years. I've never seen one. I've never seen like I didn't know they were still making them. Maybe. Well, they used to be. They started off as a as a just a straight horror magazine. They became like a gore magazine where they would show you like the goriest scenes from the right. slasher movies, and then after that, I stopped. Reading them, I haven't read a Fangoria since excuse me <laughs> since forever since the '90s. So there's there's been better better you know magazines, but yeah, Fangoria, you know, uh, Screen Queens magazine, Cinefantastique, you know, they all jumped in on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah well, that was a big deal. Money's money, right? Yeah, big deal. And like if you look at Julie Strain's IMDb, there's like 70 or 80 movies on there. You know, isn't or that videos? Amazing? I isn't that say. amazing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is amazing that that she got that much play. She, well, you know, she's married to the guy who created the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so she married into is like. Is that true? Yeah, she married Kevin Eastman, so she's you know into books. So she was pretty famous before she married him. So she's like you know she's doing pretty well for herself, and she was kind of like. The the scream queens that were in the magazines were kind of more like different than her. She became more of an action because of her size and her you know whatever martial arts talent. Oh yeah, there whatever. you go. She's known for heavy metal two thousand. Yeah, heavy metal. 2000. Double impact. Yeah, double yeah. D impact. Or yeah, whatever. she's in nineteen sixty two. She was born. Yeah, right, right. Oh, she's still in. She's still doing stuff. She's still well. Space Kevin girls Eastman. in Beverly Hills and um. Yeah, she's got to be forties now, I would imagine. But you no, know. sixty-two, man. She's no, she was born in sixty-two. What would she be now? But close to fifty. No, six. No, 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 no. Close to fifty. Sixty-two, seventy-two, eighty-two, ninety-two. No, we're doing a little math. Yeah, yeah, fifty. She's fifty. She's fifty. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, she just turned fifty. February eighteenth. Yeah. Right. So, so anyway, yeah. So she's whatever. Okay. So yeah, she for is her. what she is. So okay. So we got a three and a two on that one, and now we're gonna go on to uh, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. <laughs> his, we're gonna go on to his entry in this week. 
the classic. Well, originally it was called Wonder Woman. Yeah. I now, wh- which one was first, or were they both the same? It, w- it was theatrically released as Wonder Woman. Uh huh. But I guess when it showed up on VHS, it was called The Deadly and the Beautiful. I don't know if there was a conflict with the Wonder Woman TV show if somebody what, sued. Wasn't or that like I thought they said the Euro release was The Beautiful and the Deadly. I never saw it. I I I'll j- I I have the uh, well, my friend has actually the press book, and it was Wonder Woman. But the only other version that I ever saw was Deadly and the Beautiful. It might have been the international. See, version. the one that you gave me had that secondary title when yeah. it went to the movie, and I was like. Huh. Now you see that a lot on on kung fu movies. Yeah, yeah. Where you can see the freeze frame where the Wonder Woman stopped and they stuck in Deadly and the Beautiful. Just, yeah, like and that's it, it was straight out of kung fu theater. Yes. You know where yeah. you're like, okay, now what am I really watching? It's the both. It's both yeah. titles. You know. Yeah. There's other uh, titles for it because all those movies had 80 different titles. Yeah. But yeah. That's the one that's best known and that's the one that's out on VHS. Now this one had. I thought this one had like good production. I, I mean, yeah, it, it was did. the way they shot it, the setup, everything. Like, I can't believe they got away with a PG. Yeah, especially since the first scene is those naked women. The first scene, like during the credits, there's nude women getting yeah. uh, the, the nude woman swimming around, and then she comes out and gets a blow a blow dart to the yeah, to the yeah, neck. Yeah, right. By one of the Wonder Woman. It was the complete like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like where they slap where the needle is, and they fall like real real slow motion. Oh yeah, and yeah. the whole the whole beginning where where these deadly these deadly wonder women are sneaking around like you're like what's going on here because they're yeah they're basically going after athletes yeah yeah and it was it, and and that was actually suspenseful where you're like what is going on here? <laughs> what why am i watching this you know it's like okay we're gonna do some swimming then we're gonna do a basketball player then a highlight <laughs> when the hell was highlight like Cool. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, it's in Miami. I remember it. I guess the Philippines is a big deal, but really, a highlight player. That'd be like, like okay. that'd be like, I'm gonna steal a jockey. Wouldn't you yeah. just grab him? Like, just yeah, grab just him, carry him, briefcase. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, come here, you, and just like kind of fold him up and put him in your wallet. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I always see highlight in these older movies, and I'm like, when was this a thing? When was this like? It's popular. Like I said, it's popular in Spanish comp- uh, countries. So Philippines had the Spanish. Half Spanish origin, so that's a mm. big deal. It's real span. It's real popular in Spain. That's like the sport of like one of their favorite sports. Oh, yeah? yeah, 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 definitely. Huh. But of course, here you gamble on it, so it's a, it's a, it's <laughs> the elite. Betting. It's the elite betting. gamble on it yeah, with the their elite. cigars and their tuxedos. Yeah, so like they're 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 they they drug these guys and then they go after the highlight. The highlight player was like a whole big production. They that's go the in reason there. why Ross Hagen gets called in. <laughs> CIA man, Mike Haber, I think was his name or something like I that. I swear, the, one of the last scenes, the bad girl, the woman, the who was um Nancy, Nancy Kwan, Nancy Kwan, who I actually I actually like her a lot from I, Flower Drum Song, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Susie Wong, and she was yeah I've seen her. She before. was a mainstream actress, yeah. yeah she was was yeah, and um she calls him Hagen. I swear she calls him by his oh, real she name. Does? <laughs> I swear. Now either they didn't edit it or they just were like, screw it. Because I swear, I maybe I just heard the other Hagen. guy. Hagen. I but I swear she called him by his name. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I could be wrong about that. No, but you're I'm, probably right. I mean, this I'm was a one take one. Yeah, this know. was just straight up Ed Wood Gonzo style, you know. But the ah, oh, there was so much. First of all, Sid Haig. Yeah, so anyway with Sid Haig is a classic. Sid Haig, 
I had never seen him with hair. That's right. Hardly ever he's been I've with hair. I never, I never saw him, and he was very young, and he was a bad actor. He was bad. He was like the money man. Yeah, I think. kind of effeminate a little bit. You I know? was waiting for him to start like rhyming, like yeah, yeah you know, right, like because right. like, he was, he plays like such good tough guys, and he was not imposing or tough in this no. at all. He was like an effeminate. Don kind of like Flamenco. sophisticated, kind of like uh, he was the money man. Yeah, he reminded me of Vega in Street Fighter. Yes, that's the one with the yeah. claw and the little hat, yeah, the little yeah. facing. Kind of effeminate though, you know. Yeah, he yeah. always wore the ruffly shirts and yep. stuff, and he had a cane. And I knew the cane was either a gun or a sword. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, it's got to be. Uh, it couldn't just, just be a cane. But you it know? was very wild to see him with hair. You know. Yeah, a and lot of a lot of these. Corman movies. This isn't a Corman movie. It's another company. Yeah. But they were made in the Philippines around this time, so I guess he was probably there. And he just <laughs> said, "Okay, here's another movie for you." He was okay, sure. He was heading toward the airport, and they're like, "Hey, I'll give you a hundred bucks." And he's like, "Eh, screw it. I got nowhere yeah, to go." You know? Yeah. You know? Hey, Sid Haig. Yeah, sure. You know, want to make some more money? Hey, you liking it here? Look at all the women. You know, having a good time. The laws relax. You know? I did. What I did read where that Ross Hagen guy. Yeah. One of his, if you look at him up on IMDb, from the Miniskirt Mob and the Hellcat, yeah, and yeah, like oh, he was in like a lot of really crazy stuff and a lot of TV. He, he writes about how awesome it was to film in the Philippines. He says it was his favorite time. He said they're they're not so backbiting like in Hollywood, and they're, it was fun and light and great. Now, he, he was having a good time, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. he 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 wrote, he he like talks about how awesome it was in the Philippines. Yeah, and that's yeah. cool. You know, I mean, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, some people had good times, others didn't. For for the most part, like the people that made movies there, I mean, it was, I mean, you know, you, it wasn't like uh, what was it? I was watching a, a video called uh, "Machete Maidens Unleashed." It's about a documentary about the Philippines, and it got pretty dangerous there, according to some of these women. Uh. I mean, you know, yeah, at any point, some like revolutionary guy could start shooting. They had the, the makeup guy. She said had a gun in his holster. And she's like, "Why do you have a gun in your holster?" And you you don't know what's going on. They said Ferdinand Marcos closed down the set one day or whatever. <laughs> you know, it was like, but it was it was exciting, I yeah. guess. You well, know? I guess they didn't do that to Ross Hagen because no, was, Ross Hagen is CIA. He man. was Ross Hagen. <laughs> he was badass. He was like a, doing his James Bond uh, thing or whatever in this movie. So I mean, basically they 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 call him over because of uh, they, the highlight they, player. The highlight player because he's got like a Lloyd's of London. Uh, 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 what you gonna call insurance policy for five hundred thousand, <laughs> and they don't want to pay, so they call like the great Ross Hagen to like see if they can find this guy. So you know, in the in the meantime, you know, Mister Highlight's been like abducted. And uh, and they just kind of like they kind of shrink wrap them, or they they just yeah. they, well they don't show you this at this time. You don't know why, but they they these these lovely ladies of kung fu, they kind of they're grabbing people and they blow dart them and then they they throw them in the back of a, a chapel a by hearse. the seaside hearse. Yeah. Um, funeral, funeral by the yeah seaside? yeah 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 that's it. I forget. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. So so and then they take them to the laboratory of yes. Doctor Sue. Oh yeah, and this is. This is like Doctor Evil set. Yeah. It looks like Doctor Evil. Lady. Yeah, like Doctor Evil. And yeah. she's like, because they, they're they wear the, like the matching like outfits and stuff. You know, this is real. This is seventies. Seventies. You got the wacka wacka guitar going on and like you know now, that was something that really was broken in this movie. <laughs> the soundtrack was just like what? Like you like it? Did the music didn't match the mood? It was just like. It was there. It just was there. At some points, that you're waiting for like 
Sam the Bald Eagle from the Muppets to start singing about America. You know, like it's like one of those orchestral, like, like you know. It uh, all sounded it like black exploitation meets easy listening meets like meets uh, easy rider meets easy rider or something. Meets but the Grateful Dead. I, you don't even like but, it, but it, 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 it. But a whole surrealistic mix of everything. It, it fits. It didn't match the the the, the action though. Like it doesn't match that, but it fits because it's so like it, not, not appropriate. You know. And oh yeah, and then the, the uh, so okay, so Ross is on the case. Yeah, they he call it the, the, the guy brings him over. It, you know, for he doesn't want to have to pay the 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 Lloyds of London guys. Well, they want to investigate where this guy is because they don't want to pay his insurance policy, right, so. which is half a million. Now you know. Ross and his gigantic phallic gun are on the case. Oh yeah, and you know he's gonna he's gonna like you know <laughs> find him. Ross Hagen carries a double-barreled shotgun that's sawed off into a pistol, and it basically looks like a the biggest phallic symbol next to uh, Dirty Harry's gigantic gun you know yeah, like yeah and when he shoots it like buildings fall down and things explode like it's one of those yeah. where it's just basically like it kills whatever's on the other side no matter where he's aiming you know yeah so ross is on the case and then yeah. uh and then we uh you know we, we get to see the uh more of the laboratory and we find out that they're like basically harvesting that's a, parts yeah for rich people that are ill or yes. are going blind or dying. The lovely Dr. Kwan. Yeah, Dr. Sue. Dr. Sue, yeah. They're harvesting the part of, of the best athletes so they can get primo yeah. parts. Yeah. You know, not yeah. just anybody. They want the primo <laughs> which, stuff. Which, at one point, this is skipping ahead quite a bit, after Nancy Kwan captures uh, Ross, um, they're actually like sitting at a table making fun of Ross Hagen, and Sid Haig's like, Oh, I think you're really overselling his parts. I wouldn't be able to get her yeah, right, anymore. Yeah, like they were like kind of saying like, "Well, we're gonna harvest your parts, but you're like a junker." Yeah, like, right. like they say you're too old and your parts are worthless and everything. And, and like Nancy Kwan is kind of like being a little coy, and Sid Haig is just totally like bashing you. He's like, "You're you're so old. Yeah, I can't get nothing for you." You know, Sid Haig rules, man. He's still <laughs> making movies. He was making those. He was making those uh, Rob Zombie deals or whatever yeah. up until a few yeah. years ago. He is so freaking great. He is great. And all and the movies that he did in the Philippines are classic. The Woman Hunt, The Big Bird Cage, all that stuff. And that classic. that that scene made me laugh. That yeah. was genuinely funny. I like, think he might have been improv- improvised. He <laughs> might have been a smart ass or whatever. Busted on him, you know. And you're like, you never see that anymore. And Sid Haig's just sitting there like taking it with his shitty eating grin, just like, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, Ross Hagen's like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever, <laughs> you know. And, oh, and the guy, <laughs> Ross Hagen goes to meet the, this potential customer for the highlight player. Now Sid Haig does. Sid Haig, I'm sorry, yeah, Sid Haig. Yeah, the old man. The yeah. old man and. This this delousing process. There's there's a whole scene about how he has to. That's know, right. Yeah, he, he has to clean he, himself. He, like, clean himself before he'll go meet this guy, and like you know, the, 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 they're making him. They take a lister mint thing and everything, like yeah. all this crap, you know. And this guy wheels in, and he's another like Dudley Do Right, like or no, like evil guy, like, and he's just you can tell it's really bad makeup. He's not really as old as he's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, he's a guy with some old man makeup or <laughs> whatever, just, and it's brutal. Like, it really is. That's one of those things where you're like, the hell am I looking at here? Like, what is this? Yeah, you know? yeah. And again, and the sad thing that just comes to mind now is a way 
uh, where we're describing this movie and the other one. This one actually is kind of like a real movie, whereas the other one this is just way better, scenes. Dude. <laughs> the other one's just scenes. I got bad news for you on this versus. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going down. Because yeah, yeah, this is actually man. like funny and fun, and yeah, some parts of it were, were total cheese ball. Oh, yeah. But it was so funny. Yeah. Like, it was so... I mean, the plot's stupid, but there are that there are more scenes. Yeah, there there's are scenes, <laughs> and and like the the women are like, um, they're they're real. They're they're pretty. They're they're they're, they're nice. Uh, to, not to look at. That sounds so weird. They're very pretty, and they they actually do things. Yeah, you know, they have not, personalities. Yeah, they have personalities and stuff. They act. You know. They cut each other down and, and stuff like that. They're not so much like the Fox Force Five kind yeah, of. Right, you know, right, right. They're, they're but they're actually just real people. You know, and it. And so that's kind of cool, and and you got and you got Roberta Collins, who was Matilda the Hun from Death Race 2000 <laughs> last week. Oh. and then you got uh, Maria D'Aragon, the tall, leggy woman, the yep. with the bad kung fu, who was in she was in the Cremators, Blood Mania. She was actually one of the creatures in Star Wars called Greedo. She played him. She she, she was in. She played Greedo. She was underneath. There's a shot of her in a picture wow. when she's got the Greedo outfit, but she's underneath you see her legs, right? Yeah. Wow. She actually played. Greedo. She goes to conventions now as Greedo and signs autographs. That's so, so yeah. awesome. Dude. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, no, for real. Man. That is for so real. cool. And so tell us about that other scene where um the big after they go to. What is it? Hong Kong Johnny or what? What's that guy's name? The uh, oh, the guy in the cemetery. Yeah, yeah. what's his name? Oh, Johnny God, wait, wait, Howard. Wait. Oh yeah, Wong Tong Charlie. Yeah, Wong Wong Tong Charlie. Wong Tong Charlie. Go see Wong Tong Charlie for info. I'm I'm sorry, I'm skipping around because this movie is kind of like one of those that where you don't really remember it in like chronological order. You just like something fun pops in your head and you're like. Oh yeah, and you remember this, and oh yeah, you remember that. Like things pop in yeah, your head. Yeah, because it was right before that you start meeting the Wonder Woman, and they're getting right. a little horny. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah they're, they're picking out who they're of these uh, harvest men. They're going yeah, they're to, gonna bang. Yeah, they're gonna use for sex, and then then off they go to get yeah, cut up. Yeah, they're gonna get cut up. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, weird. Right, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so and then of course later on we get introduced introduced to the phenomenon of brain sex, but which means that like. You know, we can't have explicit sex, so we're going to have brain sex, therefore the PG rating. Yeah. But at any rate, yeah. Yeah, right. So, yeah, well, I get Wonton Charlie, you know, at the, at the cemetery tells him, like, uh, well, there was a fisherman, right, who uh, found some bones. And, and we're thinking that that may have been one of the uh, dead bodies or whatever. So he goes, yeah, maybe you could, you know, he's his name is whatever, and his act, the actor is Bruno Punzalan, who's been in Blood Island movies, and actually the driver huh. of uh, Ross Hagen is Vic Diaz, who was in like almost every Filipino exploitation movie. He looks like the Philippine Peter Laurie. He's a great sleazy character or whatever. He's hilarious. So that's his that's his driver on those jeeps, those jeepneys oh, okay. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So they go to Wonton Charlie's and he tells them basically like, uh, yeah, you know, go see this fisherman. Maybe he knows something about, you know, the the bones that he found in the in in, in the ocean or whatever. It right. might be a clue to might be a know, clue. He's basically on. leading him onto a, a wild goose chase. Yeah, well, he leads him to the ambush. I yeah, guess, after yeah. that, whereas like where Ross is being like Mr. Badass, you know, he's <laughs> yeah. like he's like going up against like seven or eight guys and, and the little the little pea shooter kid too. This had one of the most glorious fruit cart smashings I've ever seen. Like <laughs> this starts out as like a jeep 
Kind no, of, this is before that. This is just oh, oh, that's right. This okay, is, this is just him escaping from the guys. That 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 massive scene comes on a little okay. later. I'm or whatever. sorry, I forgot. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he goes, he goes, and th- this is when he goes sees the fisherman. This is of course when we. This seems like a, a regular theme of our show, where it's like animals are harmed during this movie or whatever, because he meets them at the uh, <laughs> at the cockfight or whatever, you know. And I guess he uh, he starts telling them about the uh, the fisherman bones, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay, so uh, so uh, you did find them and blah 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 or whatever, you know." And then after that, they as they leave. The, the fisherman gets killed by the blow dart from the little kid. Remember, he's like yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I, I think I think at that point uh, he tells them about the he tips them off about the doctor and all that stuff, and then Bruno gets killed or whatever, and then um, he meets he goes to the bar that night and he meets with Maria Aragon, the tall uh, yeah, 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 the tall, and then that leads to that 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 <laughs> cool scene or whatever. <laughs> fruit cart demolished. <laughs> no, no, that's even before that. So, re- yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so re- remember, uh, since Ross Hagen is Mr. Cool Guy, he picks her up, you know, within yeah. like seconds. Or oh, whatever. yeah, yeah, he's he's completely like on it, you know. Yeah, he, yeah. He's and, one and of those. She, um, she, she's she's of course wanting to trap him, so kill him. Actually, he, he's one of those uh, in the seventies, late sixties, early seventies, like um. You want to think of who was the guy that played Six Million Dollar Man? Uh, oh, um, uh, what's his face? Lee Majors. That kind of. He's like a Lee Majors. Yeah, like, he is kind like, of. Like a low Harry budget the old ladies, and yeah. thick, like a stocky kind of guy, but n- not like I think back then, like uh, tough dudes, tough rugged looking dudes had more appeal. Yeah. Like yeah. now, now men are supposed to be like womany, but back in the olden days, like tough, sad, rough dude are true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now the the more womany, the better. Yeah, but, yeah. But back in the real time, men were men, and this guy, like, if you'd see him walking with like a cigar or like chewing tobacco, you'd be like. There's a real man. Like he could pick up women at yeah. a bar. Now he'd get laughed laughed out of a bar. Yeah, yeah. And of course uh, Ross, you know, yeah, he's Ross a man's Hagen. man. Yeah, he's a he's a man's man. So he's yeah. You know. So of course he picks her up and and then we get the scene where he's like, uh, you know, after he's done, you know, post post coital or whatever, you know, and then you actually see her walking around with a see through top or whatever, so you get a yeah. little bit more boobage or. <laughs> I mean, you're not getting as. I mean, the one thing about. Uh, you know, Battle Queen is you get a lot more boobage than you get in this. Movie. Oh yeah, well this this isn't even really it beats it beats the boobage this isn't factor. Sexual. I mean, I mean it's very sexual, but I think in that like sixties sixties yeah. style where it's not in your face, it's not like you're not going to see a lot of naked people, lots of implied, yeah. lots of good um or, or the camera angles yeah. hiding anything that would be shown, so it's more Im- implied than. You know, here look at these boobs while we tell you about a meteor hitting the earth. Now, of course, the women in prison movie that they did at the same time shows you everything. <laughs> <and then laughs> well, in the kitchen sink, but that's Roger Corman. So yeah, that's that's, that's Corman, and uh, I don't think they would get Nancy Kwan no. to sign on with that. She was e- uh, even though she did, believe it or not, she did make a couple of more movies in the Philippines with Ross Hagen. One of them has the. Uh, Unfortunate title of uh, Supercock, which is about a <laughs> cockfighting, oh, and the wow. other one is a is a night creature with Donald Pleasance in it also, and that's like another kind of Doctor Moreauish kind of movie, which ah, was gotcha. which which they did a lot of in the Philippines. That was a favorite theme there, or right. whatever. So well, apparently, you know, maybe they hit it off, or 
whatever. Yeah, they were a team for a while, kind of like uh, Lucy and Desi or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they were dating or anything. No, <laughs> I don't think they were dating. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm sure Ross was having his fun in the Philippines. You know, there's no I'm, doubt. He looked like he was having a good time. I'm fairly confident that they carried Ross Hagen onto the set more than one occasion. Yeah. Saying, hey, give him some coffee. He has to read a line or two. Yeah, give him some coffee <laughs> and amphetamines and wake <laughs> him up, you know. <laughs> Please make him put down that bottle of liquor and that prostitute. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, whatever. So anyway, after the sex and the, uh, we get that that classic uh, uh, battle of the sexes fight there with a bad kung fu and all. Yeah, but and then when does now this is where the best part was she shoots at him and he grabs a pillow and he like. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, okay, this pillow is going to stop the bullet, and of course it does. Being being Ross Hagen, just his macho, his machismo oh yeah. stopped oh it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. like it was. He didn't even need the pillow. It was like the force when Young Skywalker didn't realize he didn't need it. He had the force. Ross Hagen still didn't know he had the force of ma- of masculinity. He yeah. he needed the crutch of the pillow, but really it was his machismo. And, and this is only four that years before Star Wars, so you know. the bullet probably. Spielberg, or I mean Lucas, Lucas oh, yeah. probably saw this and was like, "This is what I'm going to make my movie." This is the Jedi Knight. This is the Jedi, and yeah, and it's Mike Haber, CIA agent, <laughs> or Hagen, or I forgot his name, but <laughs> so that's true. All that's true. What we just said, anyway. So he, um, now when was the, when did no, they no, wait, we got, we still got the, the badass okay. fight. Okay, where so they tear up the hotel room. Yeah. I mean, Keith Moon style. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly right. That's a great analogy for it. Like, She's got the bad Keith Moon on this sucker. Yeah, oh, oh, big time. They, they must have paid dearly for this hotel. They probably room, like paid twenty bucks. Like, I was gonna say like eight dollars American. <laughs> That's how much damage they did. I mean, she's like doing her bad kung fu, and she's throwing them all over the place. They destroy the table, the glass table. They throw chairs and all that, and, and then, uh, no. and then she, she, and then, and then. We're going to get to the big scene because then she runs out and he goes after her. Now, and after that, we get that 10 minute scene through She's, all of Manila or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure they had plenty of permits lined up for all this action. Oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> all I know is he comes sliding across like the Jeep. They, they're using those little Philippine the jeepneys. jeepneys. Well, yeah, like. They're called Jeepneys, yeah. They're, they're just these micro machines, you know. Yeah, yeah. She starts out on foot and then he goes Jeepney. <laughs> Just he comes sliding around the corner at some point, and there's like one of those like the Philippine like fruit carts, where this is like the fruit cart to end all fruit carts. After this, they should have outlawed it because they couldn't have hit more of a fruit cart than this. You know, it was almost like an elephant tall cart <laughs> filled with like just the most yellow, yellow juicy. and juicy. Yeah, and it just goes flying. Like, you're like, wow, that was a fruit cart kill right yeah, there. Yeah, you know? yeah, oh, yeah. And after that, I was like, done, that, yeah, you know, yeah, Victor. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's chasing her, and then he finally catches her. Right. So, you know, he goes, okay, well, take me to the... Take me to your leader. Take me to the complex. So she goes, all right, fine, we'll take you there. So as they're on their way up there, I guess he, like, looks down or something for a second. She escapes, because she is one of the Wonder Women. You know, she <laughs> yeah. escapes. Yeah, you and Ross whiffs it in and Ross record time. <laughs> so she she ends up going back to the uh, to the doctor and tells her, hey, you know, sorry, but you know he's here, but I know exactly where he is, so you can go out and get him. Ross is on the case. Yeah, Ross is on the case. Watch out, cause he's coming uh-huh. to get you. So she, you know, she tells her that, and so uh, Nancy uh, Kwan, Doctor Sue says, okay, well, you know, Wonder Woman, go out and get him. Yep. 
So they, they go do. out and, and they do. They sur- the they, Wonder they, Woman. Yeah, they surround him and uh, he he starts. He's running through the woods and he's he's shooting at them with these just gigantic phallic gun and things yeah, are exploding. Right. And then he he hides behind a tree and he reloads and he turns around. And he and then he just puts the gun down because they're all surrounding him and they're doing the yeah wow yeah, like yeah. like you know they're going wow yeah like 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 five year olds pretending to do karate that's what yeah, it looked like you know yeah. yeah I mean there wasn't any instructors or anything like that involved <laughs> in this yeah did, did um did we miss the part where they talked about her experiments or is that after the table. No, no, no. That's coming up, right? No, now okay. not, no. After they capture him, then we get the scene, the, your favorite scene, yeah, where we're sitting with at the dining room rock. table or whatever, you know. And then they talk about the maniacs, right? Well, that, those were her experiments Hers. that didn't that that went. Yeah, you know, every mad doctor has to have some experiments that didn't go right. Yeah, you know? and especially in the seventies, sixties, and seventies, they always mad scientists. I think part of their like prerequisites to applying to be a mad scientist. They had to have a stable of cells with really yeah. weird guys going <laughs> with like yeah. brain pieces and whatever. Yeah. So she had her prerequisite um, stable of weird guys. Before she perfected the transplants, these were the yes. Yeah, it's everybody's. You know, it's like if you're drawing, there's a few bad paintings, and then you get good. Well, she had a lot of bad. She had uh, a lot of bad paintings <laughs> before. You know, she got good or whatever. Right. So you know, there was that. All right, so she shows she has to show him. Of course, I think my friend Brian Brian pointed out that uh, he did he did an article on this movie in uh, uh, what was the magazine called? Wait a minute, stop! Your friend did an article on this movie. He did. My friend Brian, who's a writer, did an article on this movie for Jade Screen Magazine. I just remembered about it was basically an article about Wonder Woman. I'll show it to you. And it was basically a tribute to Ross Hagen, but but what he <laughs> why point, wouldn't it be? <laughs> but what he pointed out, and, and and very rightly, was that you know if you're a mad doctor, you know people go why does he show why are they showing him all this stuff? Well, you want to you know since you you're a mad doctor and you can't show it to the world, you want to show it to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. Like, because and also like she can't get published. You know what I mean? Like exactly. she's like I I have all this great stuff I'm doing. I am a very qualified. Doctor, even though I use a spit guard as a man. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know those salad spit yeah, guards? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what they used. But whatever. She's a very accomplished doctor. I couldn't yeah. put a brain into someone else's body. No, no, not lately so, anyway. You know. But you know. yeah, so she has to show him like, how cool she is in her Go mad scientist too. ways yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So then, you know, he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm CIA guy, so yeah, that's great. But, <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm Ross Hagen. But, but, but well, yeah, but what's next? And what's next is... Brain sex, yes, it's brain sex time. <sighs> they, they get they get the little helmets on their heads and they, uh, you know, fornicate. and they fornicate In up the, to a point the, though. The first virtual reality, I guess, right? Yeah, up to a point. But then uh, I think something happens and they call. I think the doc, the the old man dies. The old man they were going to do a transplant on was they were working on him, prepping him up for the highlight player and then he dies and they had to get it quick right they had yeah to yeah they had to get it quick so he dies and it's like oh my god what's going on here and in the meantime you know uh the the girl that escaped maria de aragon the one that would that went to bed with ross hagen and she's she is she's like told she's going to be put in jail for her mess ups because she basically messed up and brought him there she's supposed yeah. to kill him 
And then Didn't. she she actually got him in there. So she you know Doctor Sue being the evil bitch she is. She says, well she's not gonna tolerate that kind of shit. She's not gonna tolerate that she's shit. Like, I wouldn't either. You she's know? like, this is your third write up. You know. Yeah, yeah. This is like forget the QIs yeah. anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You you've moved on to the writing up process. Yeah, you moved up to the point. So you're going to jail. So you know they they stay. You know they're on their way to put her in jail. But you know Maria being the kung fu badass Wonder Woman queen yeah, fights back. Yeah. Yeah, and she fights back. Yeah. So she and she, she runs down and she lets out the nut jobs. Yeah, yeah. She basically and then uh, she basically, you know, beats up Roberta Collins, kills her, I guess. And then one of the other girl Wonder Woman says, "Hey, you know what? I think I'm going to join you. I don't like this." Yeah, she's anymore. Not so she uh, then they go get Ross, and then they let out for a diversion. They let out the, the they the, let out the freaks, the yeah. freaks. Which and these guys, they don't act. These were obviously like. The carpenters, or someone they found at a bar. Yeah, like if yeah, you watch yeah. them, you're like, ooh, you know. Yeah. They were nutty. They 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 they, they, they were shenanigans all around. So so, so Maria uh, frees Ross Hagen. Yeah. So he's out, and they're all like trying to escape or whatever. And the funniest thing, this is one. This is another thing that I actually laughed out loud. Not for the not for their intended reason, but the alarm was like. Alarm, yeah. alarm, alarm. Like, it was like a weird-sounding thing, and it made me think of... There was an old movie called Kentucky Fried Movie. A and classic. There, one of the best movies ever made. And there was a part in A Fistful of Yen where there's, like, this black guy that comes in with a with a, uh, a rotating light on his head, and he has one of those bullhorns, and he's going, ah, 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 <laughs> Yeah, ha. right. And, like, he was the alarm. And, like, this might as well have been what the alarm was for this. And this Nancy Kwan is trying to do her operation. And this, all these sounds are going on, and that's what it sounded like to yeah, me, like the fistful yeah, of yen skit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she fails because of all the distractions. And yeah, I mean, this was before from Kentucky yeah. Five Movies, so may, God knows they might have gotten it from this movie. They probably. did. They got yeah. <laughs> so Lucas got the Force, and it's all of Star from Wars Ross from this Hagen. movie, and. And so, and Kentucky Fried Movie got the alarm, got the alarm from this movie. Yeah. This has touched so many lives. So, the, so now with Ross freed and all the and the girls fighting, they they're basically destroying the complex. Just, this is just the standard fair at yeah, this point. Yeah. You know, everything blowing up. No, yeah. not not explosions, but kind of just the all the killing everybody. Yeah, everyone's and dying and, and everybody's blah, blah, blah. dying off or whatever. I was waiting for the the the, the explosion countdown. Like I was waiting for the because yeah, the other thing. Nancy Kwan didn't have the money for it, but generally speaking, the island explodes because the you know she didn't have the destruction button installed. Yeah, that's it. That's right. She yeah. needed to. She didn't have the doctor. She no should have blown up the Philippines at this point. Like yeah, all, like all the, of it. With but she she was probably aspiring. Didn't have it installed at this point. Yeah, yeah. so you know maybe maybe in a year or two she might have had it done. But I think she would have. Yeah, maybe a few more transplants. That old guy's transplant probably would have paid for the whole island being yeah destroyed, definitely you know so so yeah they're, they're fighting and they're killing everybody and escaping and then the the two uh the two wonder woman girls do get killed yeah so it ends up that ross ends up in the uh in the laboratory and all of a sudden dr sue shows up at the top and she's <laughs> like aha you got me this time yeah you know cia guy but uh well, guess know. what but guess what? I'll be back. <laughs> and then she like in the poof in a cloud of smoke. She, she does the ninja smoke yes, smoke yes. cloud thing and disappears. I yeah. was like, you go with your bad self, Doctor Two. Yeah. And uh, so 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 then Ross saves the uh, finds the high like I saves him and now they don't have to pay the five hundred thousand yeah, dollars. So he is rich. 
you know, and and so so Ross gets they don't have to pay the 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 Lloyd's of London insurance policy. Ross gets like some some serious cash and and saves the day. And then, but this is not the end. No, see, this is where I wished it would have ended, but it didn't. Like then it goes, and Ross is sitting in some lavish hotel. He decides he's gonna stay a couple more. He says he's got like twenty grand. He's gonna hang out a little longer yeah, in the with Philippines with with a very uh. Sexy girlfriend at this point. Catatonic, sexy blonde yeah, girlfriend yeah. or whatever. So they're, I forget, were they playing chess? They're playing chess. Of yeah. course, she's she looking like a very intellectual type yeah, with her glassy eyes and big boobs, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so this was straight up, again, you know, this this had this this had the stench of the 70s all over it, you know. So it was like Ross doing his James Bond deal <laughs> exactly. or whatever. This is like his his star move or whatever. And they were going to like talk they, the, the insurance guy was trying to talk him into the next yeah, deal. Right, right, yeah. And he's like, "No, no, I'm going to be here for two." And then she goes, "She does three. And then he's like, three more weeks of, you know, laying around and having lots of sex." And uh so then of course they get into the their very erotic chess game. Yes. And of course he Ross wins as usual. I, all I could think of was uh, the Austin Powers. Do you know how we keep warm in Russia, darling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine we play chess. I thought wrong, you know, <laughs> like uh, I guessed wrong. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never thought about the Austin Powers. Or maybe he watched this movie. Austin sure Powers watched this movie and he was like, I can steal that. Yeah. So yeah. now we have three major franchises all based on this movie. All based on this movie. Little did you know out there in viewer <laughs> land that this movie was based was the was the as an homage Lucas even hired the girl yes, from he did. here Rito. as like a kickback thing for yeah. helping me yep. become the man I am yep. I'll even hire your star as yes, my exactly, as the yeah. star of my movie yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> but 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 then after he wins the chess match this isn't even the end yet oh you're like could there be more Ross Hagen? Yeah, well, then all of a sudden, like, five more Wonder Women show up there, and they're Kung Fu. One of them's doing her, like, Kung Fu movies. Yeah, and she's a couple doing that, guys. Wah, wah, yeah. you know. And, uh, and then Ross gives you that look, like, yeah. Oh, it's on. Game on, Game baby. on, yeah. man. And then it cuts. And then that is the end. That was going to be Wonder Women 2, even womenier. Yeah, Wonder Woman 2, of course, I, I'm going to say, as usual, Electric Boogaloo. Yes. But any, at any rate, yes, Wonder Woman. This movie was glorious. <laughs> and it's, and this movie this movie took the kitchen sink and threw in the refrigerator and the washer dryer and the a mana freezer, the whole nine yards. This yep. was like, they tr- Ross decided he was going to be all things to all moviegoers or whatever. <laughs> so you got sci-fi, you got spy, you got he TNA, influenced you got kung fu. All modern movies. He influenced me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a... To all, review this all movie, hail Ross Hagen and all yes. of his glory. Yeah, he he passed away last year, but he's one of the greats. So even death wishes it was Ross Hagen. Yeah. So anyway, I think we know what the outcome of this is, but I yeah. guess we, to be the formalities. Fair, to be fair, this was the preliminary versus. We didn't know going in we were trying to hurt each other purposely. Yeah. I have a feeling the next one's going to be a little bit dicier. I'm going to make it hurt. Yeah, man. I think the next one is whatever we decide when we decide the genre. I think we're going to really inflict pain the on each other. They, the reason they call me Doctor Morbius is because I inflict pain. Okay, from parts unknown. <laughs> so anyway, I'll give. I actually would give this about an eight. No, not an eight. Uh, like a six or a seven. I, I, you know, I love this Honestly, movie. Honestly, like a six or a seven. To me, I like love this six. movie. I'll give it like an eight, eight point five, and nine. I really, it's a good I, th- I, th- I, I, I like this movie 
just as much or, or better, even though Death Race is a better movie. They both entertain me oh, royally. I wasn't... I As we were describing it, I was re- remembering stuff that I thought was funny or chuckled at or laughed at. Now, it is just a, a weird yeah. Philippines 70s movie. But when you watch it, you do laugh. It's yep. it's like it's an it's a movie. It's entertaining. It's a mo- <laughs> it's a movie, right? First it's, a, it's a movie. It has scenes. It has a plot. <laughs> it has exterior shots. It has more than three rooms being used. So on the on the very first verses, I'm chalking a victory up to Mao. Yeah. But with with it's gonna have an asterisk because we didn't know going in. What, where this was going to go. So it's going to have an asterisk because it's like Barry Bonds who was on steroids exactly. when he hit the home I was on steroids when I thought You were on steroids, you know, yeah. So, uh, Ross Hagen inspired me to do steroids yeah. and I did that and now... And now you feel better. I'll feel... Uh, but now, the next time... Now your brain is like swelling the next and stuff time. like that and you're yeah. getting really angry over like <laughs> the most stupid things like, this soda's flat! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! I want to kill somebody! Yeah, you know. So, you know, but that's the effects of... Growth hormones, yeah. growth hormones, and you know you'll you'll learn to deal with it, and everything will be. It's good. all the needle, needles getting stabbed in the ass. Yeah, that's and sucks, then people man. writing books about it. Jeez. Yeah, I know it sucks, but anyway. moving on to a real reality. So yeah. very good. Um, both interesting watches for very different reasons. I would actually suggest that you watch Wonder Women, where I'm jokingly saying you should really watch Battle Queen. Yeah, so, I mean yeah. you'll see more boobs in Battle Queen. But they're fake, but it's it's that's nothing bad, I guess. If you could watch Wonder Woman with, like, that TV and TV, the picture-in-picture... Yeah, there you go. With the boobage score on the top, that'd be awesome, then. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Or have a second TV set up without the sound. Or a split screen. No, no, no. (laughs) Leave the whole screen dedicated to Wonder Woman, and then just have, like, a TV, a side of your TV, with the sound off, playing Julie Strain naked, mostly. Then I would suggest that as the best way to watch this movie. Yeah. Okay, then. There you have it. So what are we going to do next week? I ha- I've totally not even thought about this. What do you want to do? I have ideas, but I, I mean, should I run them through you or whatever? I mean, we haven't... You know... I mean, I, I, I had two ideas because, because it was movies that I just got. We're not, we're not going to do a ver- versus next week. We're going to just go back to our regular stuff. So what do you want to do? Um, okay, I had two. I got two movies I got that I was thinking about. Terminal Island... Which is like this one seven? It's again, it's it's seventies. We're going seventies hardcore. Uh, it's basically they put a bunch of prisoners on an island and they all kill each other and go crazy. It's got Tom Selleck in it before is he it became like Magnus. Con- is it like Condemned or like Battle Royale? Uh, n- no, not really. It's just oh, they're okay. basically like it's basically like they send these the most horrible prisoners to this island because they don't want them on the U in the USA so it's anymore. Like New York, something but like yeah, that. Yeah. But on the me- or I was thinking of maybe something like, which we haven't done, like a gothic horror from the 60s, like a black and white, you know, uh, like scary thing. So we, w- one or the other, we'll talk about it yeah, and, um, and we'll figure it out. fine, you know. Okay. We, we, at some point, we will have to do like Battle Royale or um, uh, yeah. something like that. Like those, the, like some of, the, some of that Japanese horror is really good. Yeah, a lot of it. Or we can come crap. back and just start reviewing hardcore pornography. I don't know when. <laughs> it gets a little, a little mon- monotonous. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's especially like, there's okay. like there's no plot. <laughs> <laughs> but Nina did Battle Queen 2020, so <laughs> you still squeal, squeeze an hour out of that. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and squeezing is the operative word. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> All right. Well, I we'll we'll pick, we'll hammer out the details of what we're doing next week, and then we'll I'll post it on our Facebook. Page. Uh, that's the other thing. If you are on Facebook, I would I would love for you to ask to join our group. Just uh, look up Slow Robot Agogo uh, as a user group on Facebook, and of course we will 
lovingly add you, and then you can interact with us directly telling us what you think we should u- do next and, and if anybody out there's got movies they want reviewed by yeah, all means you got, you got the email Z-E-N-B-O-N-E send them to us at hotmail.com and we'll think about it as long as they got Julie Strain in them or uh, <laughs> Ross Hagen we'll do them <laughs> just send us Julie Strain and Ross Hagen movies all the ones you got and we'll review them how about you, you don't do any of that stuff he just said and then <laughs> from parts unknown <laughs> and okay and we're going to leave you with one more Battle Queen. Well, uh, well let me ask well, you something. Like, uh, on the next Battle Royale, whoever loses, is, gonna, is it going to be like a loser-leave-town thing? Or is it going to be like whoever loses has to shave his head? No, there's just going to be things? exactly no consequence oh, no whatsoever. Consequences of, we'll thank keep, God. We'll keep okay. a running total, though. We'll, okay. Like, we will. Like, we'll put... Maybe, uh, like, on the website or something, on the blog, we'll put, like, just how many verses each one has, you know, like, okay. after a year or two. It'll be funny to say, like, well, I'm nine and seven, or, you know, like... Just, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, I got you. I, I got I'm you. the Eagles right now. I'm, I'm trying to be, like, the Giants. Yeah, you want to get to the playoffs, but it's so close, but you're <laughs> not, you know, so, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to be like the Eagles, except without all the dog torture. All right, so... <laughs> but, not the bandy <laughs> Eagles, by the way. Yeah, they hardly ever tortured dogs. No, they just tortured my ears with their mon- mediocre music. Ooh, I'm sorry! I, I'm sorry! <laughs> I kind of like them sometimes. From parts unknown. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Mal, and we have Dr. Morbius <laughs> signing off. We'll see you next week. They've gone outside. What a shame. I'm sorry to hear that. Really? The kid was Lincoln's donor. Braxton, you bastard, why didn't you tell me that? The point is, it's suicide if they went out there unprotected. It's 75 below. Their faces will fall off in 17 seconds.